Welcome to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step. To finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this. And this is called the journey. everybody hope all is well welcome back to the journey with your host karen Sian. it's a new week and we thank god so so much today is april 7th and is the 12th episode of the journey happy new month guys spring is here did you guys know that the first day of spring was march 19th but with this whole quarantine going on nobody really noticed <laughs> how is life in quarantine guys i see so many challenges on social media right now and i'm like oh my god can life go back to normal but um, me personally, I actually just decided to begin a challenge for myself. But if anybody wants to join in, hit me up and let's do it together. This challenge will transcend quarantine, but hopefully it lasts a while. I call it the Worshippers Challenge. We would read one chapter of Psalms each day, study, meditate on it, and then pray about it. So hit me up if you want to join me. But personally, I want to use this quarantine to better my relationship with God, read more, and grow. Speaking of growth, I've gained a lot of weight with this quarantine. I'm working from home now, and I know that I'm not alone (laughs) in this boat. (laughs) I used to do home workouts, but I stopped because of my insecurity. But I'm going to start again. So next week, God willing, I'm going to update y'all. On last week's episode, we ended the month with March's um, salvation story with Bianca Anderson. We want to thank her so much for coming onto the show and sharing her salvation story. God bless you, six. We ask that God will continually bless you and um, we pray for more grace and favor on your life. We are beginning the month of April with another salvation story from my sister, Susie. So every month on the journey, we want to share at least one salvation story. We call it Found by God or How God Found Me. And we do this so that we can hear the testimony of God's grace, his love, his mercy, and his faithfulness. Because the point of the journey is to find faith through God's faithfulness. So I'm so excited for today's episode because this story is epic. Stay tuned. (laughs) If you've been tuning into the show, welcome back. But if you're a first-time listener, let me tell you a little bit about the show. So The Journey is a Christ-based podcast that is going to focus on everything and anything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, relationships, health, career choices, but most importantly, how all of these things can be better if and when we have Jesus in the center. New episodes drop weekly on Tuesdays at 3 p.m., and you can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. We've received word that it's hard to find the podcast. So um, after this show, I'm going to post on Instagram a video on how to search. Once you go on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and all the other streaming platforms, just type in The Journey Karen Sian. That's K-E-R-E-N space S-I-A-W. And then find it, subscribe so that you're going to be notified when new episodes drop. Get ready for our birthday segment, Birthday Best. Last week, I forgot to mention Samir Kanu's birthday. Happy birthday 
Hun, and may God richly bless you. This week, we had a few birthdays. Um, my mom's birthday was April 1st. She turned 60. Guys, let me tell you a little bit about this young and beautiful woman. She is a pastor's wife. She's a pillar. She was a pillar in my dad's ministry. She's very loving, annoying at times, but she has everybody's best interest at heart. She wears her heart on her sleeves. And if you know me, I'm very emotional and I get it from her. She thinks about other people before she thinks about herself. She puts her kids and her husband first. I just love her so much. So happy birthday, mommy. Um, happy birthday, Michael Opoku Apreku, also known as TMC. Happy birthday, um, Deacon Stephen Che. Happy birthday, Kenneth Jemphy. Happy birthday to all of you guys. God bless you. Happy belated birthday. We ask that God will continually bless you and that may his favor be in all of your lives. Send us a DM if your birthday is in April and each episode, we're going to shout you out if your birthday is in that week. We love you guys and thank you for supporting the journey. On today's episode, we have a dear sister on. She's a giver, very selfless and a helper. I've known her for some years and we grew close about eight years ago. She's forever remained a constant in my life and a real friend and a sister. She will tell you like it is, and she will not bat an eyelash. She's a sister, a daughter, a friend, an auntie, an usher, and an overall wonderful human being. Help me welcome my sister, Susanna Ayim, better known as Susie. Hey, Susie. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like... This show is long overdue because we've heard your name so many times on the show in passing. I think I've mentioned it. Deacon Ray's mentioned it. Lucy's. We've all mentioned your name on the show. So um, we're going to get to know you a little bit before we begin today's discussion. Great. But um, we're, I'm going to ask a quick question. Okay. Actually, no, we're going to play a game. So usually I like playing games with the guests, but this is like a best of both worlds game. Try to get to know you. So you're going to pick a number between 1 and 40. Five times. We're going to play five, five rounds and you're going to pick a number between one and 40. Then I'll ask you the question that you picked. Okay. Okay. Sure. So, first one. Uh, let's go. My favorite number, two. Two. What's your height? Uh, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> Haters will say I'm shorter than that. But... <laughs> I mean, I think you are because I'm five, four. Yeah. You're taller than me. Okay. Next number? Mm hmm. Seven. Seven. Who is your um, girl BFF? I, I, you know, I have a sister that I have. Actually, it's two people. Mm -hmm. um, one is Barbara Hyde mm -hmm. and my sister-in-law, Lucy Ayim, um, only because... We, we we were we were in the world together, mm -hmm. and we we're also in the Lord together. Yeah, That's nice. so those are the two people that I could say that you know they have been around me for the longest. Yeah, That's cool. Mm -hmm. All right, next number twenty. <laughs> What's your favorite? What was your favorite subject in school? Hey, <laughs> does lunch count? <laughs> Yo, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Lunch is not a subject, it's a period. <laughs> Sorry. It was on a schedule, so I thought it was fun. <laughs> hey, favorite subject. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I'm done with, with the testimony today, you understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. okay. 
Um, wow. I think I think I want to say health. Health? Yeah. That was your favorite subject? Why? Yeah. Just just learning how broad really health is. Like health is more than what we make it seem. Yeah, what we make it seem. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, next number. 40. 40. <laughs> Tell me about your love life. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> juicy. Very juicy. <laughs> Pina colada. <laughs> Oh, my love life. Ah, we are quarantined. <laughs> um, I believe that I'm in the waiting period. Mm. Just waiting on God Amen. and trusting in God. Amen. Amen. Okay. Next one. Next number. One more. Mm. No, two more. Two more. Mm-hmm. Ten. Ten. What's your favorite food? Oh, this one's easy. Banku and Noku soup. Wow. Okay, that was fast. <laughs> um, one more, right, for this session? No, two more. Two more? Yeah, that was three, so two more. Sorry. Okay, two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sorry, you said it was one through... 40. 40? Mm-hmm. Um, 37. 37. What are your talents? Hmm. Sleeping. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sleeping just became my talent recently. <laughs> um, my talents. Wow. Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. You can you can sing. Oh, yeah. Can't say I can sing, so <laughs> singing. And I feel um, like you know how to organize. Yeah, that, I think I was looking for a better word. Corporately, yeah, even individually, <laughs> I know how to do it. She's, no, 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 no. I'm organizing her, her, this organization. <laughs> um, I believe that I am Mukambra Fubi. Um, hospitality. No, yeah. What, what is? Mm. Hospitable, uh-huh. and you're saying Peter Zoo. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I think that's where my organization comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I believe those are my talents. Okay, mm-hmm. and the last one, last one, fifteen. Fifteen. What's your favorite song? I should sing it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah, oh, nyame. Uh-huh. That's, that's my favorite song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we're good. We're good. That was funny <laughs> and very enlightening. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get into today's episode. Sure. I'm very excited because um, every month, like I said previously, we try to have a salvation story. Mm-hmm. We try to let people understand the faithfulness of God, how God saves us. So I'm really glad that you're here Mm -hmm. to talk about your salvation story. I'm very, very, very excited. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, you know, get into it. Feel free. The journey is a very safe space. We're all family. So um, first question I'm going to ask you, what was your life like before you met Christ? Okay. Um, before I get into it, um, I just want to say thank you for having me. Oh, um, a pleasure. I, I've been listening to your show since day one, and I've, I've been moved mm-hmm. by the many testimonies and advice that people have shared Amen. Um, over the journey. And I love the journey that we're all taking together. Yeah. Um, of course, I want to thank God. I want to thank my parents. I want to thank all my loved ones. Most especially, I want to thank my spiritual father, Pastor Siang. And my spiritual mama, 
Except for my mission, all the way in Ghana. Shout out to you. Woos, woos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how was my life like before uh, I encountered with Christ? Um, okay. Um, so just a little background as our host has asked. Um, I came in this country to this country when I was about eight years old. I'll say maybe from the age of 14 going, I was what the African community will title as a wild girl. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was wild because I didn't have no guidance. Mm. Um, not, not saying that my parents were not raising me, but I didn't have anyone to guide me spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, and because of that, Oh, when we talk about parties, forget it. What party didn't I know about? <laughs> we don't, as, as a matter of fact, I don't care where the party is. It could be in New York, you know, wherever. We're going to drive and we're going to go there. Wow. So, you know, I was living that type of life, going to parties, being in a lot of relationship with opposite sex. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was very disobedient to my parents. Obviously, that's how I was able to engage myself in all these mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. activities. They didn't even know about half of these things. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the history that I guess I could give you. Before you met Christ. Yeah. And how did you hear about Christ? When your brother came onto the show, mm -hmm. oh, guys, her brother is Deacon Reagan. Um, when he came onto the show, he mentioned that um, you guys were pretty much raised Christian. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you probably heard about Christ. Right. But what made you, what what did you hear about Christ that caused you to want to change your life? Okay. Yeah. So what my brother said is very true. We do come from a Christian home. Um, as far as you know, growing up, parents would say, Oh, you have to go to church and you know, with our culture, if your parents say you have to do something, you have, you to, have do to do it. it. Yeah. So it's almost like Sundays were like tradition where you have to get up, get dressed, and go to church. Mm -hmm. So it, it was almost like I, I was just being taken to church, but I didn't have a personal relationship mm, with God. God. Um, and I think for me, like as I mentioned earlier about going to the different parties, as the Bible say, wild parties that I was involving myself in, mm -hmm. and you know, being a different type of relationship, it just it got to a point that although I knew that all along what I was doing was not right. Um, it got to a point that I'm like, I need somebody. Mm. Like, I didn't know what it felt like to have a relationship with God, mm -hmm. but I, I just felt like I needed somebody to fill that gap right. in my life. And mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. Right. So I quite remember, I believe it was August of 2012. Mm -hmm. It was a Sunday I will never forget. Um, our spiritual father, um, Pastor John Casey, I had access to I think we we're doing like a revival or he asked us to come back to church just to pray something like mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. and I remember we were just praying we we're just praying and it's like you know a lot of things happened and it's like my eyes were open mm. and even when my eyes my eyes were open mm. and then it's like at that moment it's not somebody that's gonna come tell you that believe in God mm. it's like it was just natural it, it was just natural it's like almost like when somebody asks you a question, like, how do you know God is real? Mm -hmm. is, 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 is you like, just know. You just know. It's mm -hmm. a relationship that you have with him mm -hmm. that defines who God is for you. Right. So I think for me, for that day, you know, then from there, you know, we started doing a lot of Bible studies. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love about the church that I attend is, you know, we're a family because we worked on each other. Mm -hmm. um, I quite remember one topic that we focus on what's called doing away with the old self mm -hmm. where like you know you will share 
like what you were struggling with, some of the challenges that you were facing, mm-hmm. like out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we just prayed about it. And then we spoke about how we could overcome some of these things. Right. So for me, that's how I got closer to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of, of that, mm-hmm. what did you have to give up? Because when you're when you're doing when you're so habitual and doing something or you're living a certain type of life, so you just have to quit cold turkey, it could be hard. Right. You suffer from withdrawal. Right. right. So like what did you have to give up and how was it for you to give those things up? Yeah. It was not easy. Let's be honest. Um in nursing school, there's this thing called tapering a patient of medication, mm-hmm. which means that the patient will be on a high dose of medication. You just don't take them off at mm-hmm. once because they could die. Yeah. So they reduce the dose until it gets to, you know, that level where um, they have to be taken off the medication. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the transition for me mm-hmm. because like one day um, I'll make up my mind like, oh, one of the things I struggled was like with sex and mm-hmm. having different friends, both male and female. Mm-hmm. You know, one day you'll tell yourself like, oh, I'm not going to do this today. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow is like a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let me break it into two. Like when it comes to um, the sexual aspect, um, you tell yourself that one, oh, I'm not going to do this today. Next thing you know, right <laughs> you're there. doing it. Right. And then it's like every time you do it, because now the, the the Holy Spirit has been activated in your life. Like there's this thing that conviction. this conviction, yes, it's, it's just like, oh my God, what did I just do? Mm. But I think what helped me in that aspect was really the word of God. It was mm. really coming to Bible studies each night, um, getting myself involved in different activities at church. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's almost like my my group of friends changed. Mm. And that was the other aspect that I had to give up. Um, I remember when I became born again, I called um, earlier. You asked me about, you know, the friends. my friends. Um, at the time, it was me, um, Barbara, Lucy, and then there was a a, a third person. Mm-hmm. And I remember I called them and I'm like, hey, I just want you guys to know that I'm no longer going to be going to parties with you guys. But, like, we could go out to eat. I could come to your house. We could hang out. I don't have a problem with that. But when it comes to parties, I like, I'm not, I'm not going. And, you know, I think for a minute, it was just like, what happened to this girl? Like, you know, I was just talking to this girl like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I mean, by the grace of God, two out of the three people mm-hmm. that were close to me or that I was close to, they were also saved. And I think that's beautiful to have people yeah. like that around you. But then like, you know, the one that quote unquote, um, that their eyes haven't been opened yet. I started to distance myself from that person mm-hmm. because I realized that me and that person did not have the same mindset. Right. And since I didn't want them to pull me down and take me back to the things that I had to do, like eventually, like I I distanced myself right. right away from them. So it's just like gradually, gradually, like I was taking myself out of like the different relationships. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's like I had to. But you know what? Even talking about the sexual relationship, like I remember like I think I had given up maybe like three years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I fell. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I fell, like I knew what I was doing was not right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember immediately I went to my spiritual father and I explained to him like, um, Pastor, this is what's going on. Um, and you, you fell know, as in you had sex? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I killed a cow. <laughs> 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 That's a CPIC and J. Yeah. So um 
I, I only because, like we mentioned, conviction, mm-hmm. and I knew that if God gave up on me, like that would be the end of me. Mm-hmm. Because I read the scripture that said that there's some people that God has vomited out. Yeah, you understand, mm-hmm. and that uh, you know He give these people to the depraved mind. I was scared that I was gonna be that type of person. Walk is like dead men walking. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm alive, but spiritually I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So that was my fear. So I'm just like I know I'm gonna get punished for telling my spiritual father this, but I'd rather go through the punishment now and then be okay than you know struggle with it. So mm-hmm. I remember I told him. And as our host mentioned earlier, I am an usher at church, so I was suspended for months. Mm-hmm. And it's like I was pretty much um, what you call it, going through like teachings mm-hmm. um, with my spiritual father because individually, individually, mm-hmm. um, like we did lessons. Like pretty much, I had to go through like a whole lesson of being purified again. Mm-hmm. And I think what. What scared me to even reach out to my spiritual father was when we learned about uh, Moses and his siblings when they had to pause and wait because um, oh, Miriam, Miriam was right stuck outside, yeah, and she delayed everyone. So that's how I felt like, oh my God, I feel like what I have done, I'm delaying everyone now. Mm. So that was like a very big conviction for me, and I just really want to thank God, and if I can. Um, to even use this platform to say this, that when a spiritual father suspend us, it's not to punish us. Right. Like every day I thank my spiritual father for what he did, mm-hmm. because not only does he teach us the people around us that what we did is wrong mm-hmm. and we shouldn't be doing that, but it also makes you more aware right. that when you're about to do something, you really think twice. Mm-hmm. So I just really want to encourage all of us that when our spiritual fathers Suspend. suspends us, it's not to harm us, but rather it's for us to get back on the track to walk with God. Amen. Amen. Well, yeah, I was going to ask, I'm glad you said that. I was going to ask if you can explain what suspension, because I know some churches don't do that. Right. And I also know that some doctrines also don't do that as well. Right. So I just, I wanted you to explain it, but thank God that you did. Yeah. So, um, how has your life changed since you met Christ? I remember, I think, I forgot who it was, but some it was Bar- uh, Bianca. Bianca said that she she's peaceful now. Mm. Someone else also said that their um, everything in the in their life, including finances, mm-hmm. has just changed. Mm-hmm. So for you, how has your life changed wow. since you met Christ? A lot. I can't even like just single you know one yeah. aspect of my life. Um, finance. We could talk about that. I was unable to save like. Mm. When I said I was unable to save, the most I would have in my account was like $400. Mm. And thank God, by the grace of God, I mean, now I'm doing far much better. And I believe that was the teachings that I received at um, the church that I attend Mm -hmm. about giving what belongs to God Mm. and not holding on to anything that um, I'm supposed to give to God. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely at peace now, too. As you said, one of your guests mentioned that there's some stuff that I used to be worried about mm-hmm. but now I don't it's just I have this mentality that God is not a liar if he yes. said he's gonna do something he's gonna do it if that's, he's, that's your favorite scripture too, that's right? my favorite scripture thank you so I'm like he's not a liar if he said mm-hmm. he's gonna do something he's gonna do it if yeah. he's not what can I do mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't change who he is yeah. so I'm just kind of like in this boat of just okay wherever God takes me I'll go, mm-hmm. you know, and not, and not being worried about some of the things that I used to worry about and in, 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 um, when I was in the world. Right. Yeah. Right. I want to ask, we're wrapping up, 
unless you have anything more to say, but um, we, <laughs> we're wrapping up um, now, but I want to ask if there's anybody listening who was living the lifestyle that you were living or who is grappling with the decision of, I want to give my life to Christ, but I don't want to give certain things up mm-hmm. or some people, maybe someone's in the middle of it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I give, I think there was a song that I, I listened to some time ago and it said, I can't have my cake and eat it too. I want to be saved, but I want to be mm-hmm. cool too. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like someone might be have like, it's on the border. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what would you say to those people that are listening? Sorry, I was so goddamn. Oh my god! You know, the question that you asked is reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is reality, especially let's say if you are in grade school, Mm -hmm. high school, middle school, so on and so forth. It's very hard. Mm -hmm. It's uh, you know, like you want to be cool. Were you saying that? Just made me remember. when I was in high school, I used to curse mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when I go to school, everybody else was doing right. it. Right. So I, I now see that my language has changed right. after I got out of right. that environment. Right. So let's say, um, I'm going to rephrase the question. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're talking to somebody in that environment. In that environment. Peer pressure, mm-hmm. struggling to fit in, all that stuff. How will you tell the person to just, before you, mm-hmm. you, you advise the people who are, teetering tottering mm-hmm. how would you advise somebody who is in that situation in a contaminated environment how mm-hmm. would you advise them to distinguish themselves distinguish themselves okay honestly i will ask the individual to assess their life mm-hmm. and just ask themselves have they been happy mm-hmm. when when they cast their minds back or even their their current with the current situation are they happy mm-hmm. i mean if you're happy then you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, then go on, do whatever you have to do. But if you're in a situation where you know that something is not right, you have to you have to set yourself apart. Mm. Okay. You can how, how do you do that though? How do you set yourself apart? Mm-hmm. You gotta understand that there's only one you. Mm. My pastor always says, even twins have different DNAs. True. You and your sister are not alike. Mm-hmm. You and your brother are not alike. Your 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 even when you talk about school. Mm-hmm. So even if you look in a household, there might be like four kids. Those kids will not go to school to do the same thing. Of course not. That tells us that we are all different. Mm-hmm. And you always have to surround yourself with like-minded people. Definitely. If you want to be a doctor, you don't surround yourself with uh, engineers. engineers. Mm-hmm. You surround yourself with people that are going to medical school, mm-hmm. someone that has graduated medical school that could advise you. Yes. You understand yes. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's definitely important. That's true. Okay, so now I'm back to the previous question. I'm sorry, I was I was off track. But mm-hmm. to the previous question, what would you say to somebody who is um, grappling with the decision of being saved, of being giving saved. their lives to Christ? I'm I'm using. I mean, I'm hoping that as we are tuning into the journey, that you know someone will use this to also make their decision of where they want to stand. Because mm-hmm. this is real life testimonies that. We're sharing. Mm-hmm. It's things that we have been through mm-hmm. that everyone that come on here have been through. So, for me, what's the question? Oh, um, how do you know? Um, how would I advise somebody that yeah. is stuck in between? So let's say me. I'm in front of you right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and I am in the situation where I, I, I ha- maybe. I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We're sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I drink. I smoke. Mm-hmm. I, I, I party like I live a crazy lifestyle right. 
and I hear about Christ. I want to give mm-hmm. my life to him because I, I, I want to fill that void, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of giving up the boyfriend. I'm afraid of mm-hmm. giving up the drinking, the smoking, mm-hmm. the sex, the mm-hmm. party life. How would you advise me? Okay. So what I would say is we have to trust God. Mm. There's nothing that you're going to give up that God is not going to give it back to you. Mm. But the thing is timing. Yes. Is this the time God wants you to have a boyfriend? Is this the time God wants you to be sleeping with someone? Mm -hmm. Is is this the time that God wants you to be, you know, sneaking out of the house or Mm -hmm. whatever? Eventually, Mm -hmm. you're going to get to an age. You're going to marry. You're going to have kids. Mm -hmm. You're going to be on your own. You're not going to be sneaking out, but you're yeah. doing it at the wrong time. Yes, yes. So you have to ask yourself all of these things. Am I going ahead of myself? Mm-hmm. And these things that I'm, you know, I'm doing, what are the end results? Because even for myself, when I was going to these parties, I kid you not, I was getting tickets like every day. Um, speeding tickets? Every, or all type of tickets. Parking tickets. Everything oh, wow. in a book. Name it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, you could be going out. But sometimes we lie to our parents. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going out. Is this the time to be doing that? You know, so look at all those things and assess your life that all these things that you're doing, how's your life going? Mm-hmm. It's not going well. Mm-hmm. That tells you that there's a void and there's somebody that has to fill that void. And it's only yes. Jesus Christ that can do that. Amen. And it's very important that we get spiritual parents because we're kids. Mm-hmm. Even even when we look at the world, you need a parent to guide you Definitely. as a child. Definitely. It's the same thing. You need a spiritual um, father or mother or both to also guide you on the path to you know to God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, God bless you so much. You. And um, before we 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 end, um, I want to reach. I want us to reach out to you know souls out there that if after hearing Sus- Susie's story and hearing about the faithfulness and the grace of God, you want to experience the same grace, or after hearing what she said about being teetering and tottering with the decision that, okay, I'm going to give my life to Christ. If you have made the decision right now that, you know what, I want to experience the God that Susie experienced. I want to experience the love and the lifestyle change that she experienced. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity. For this opportunity to hear of your love and saving grace. To hear of your love and saving grace. I believe I'm a sinner. I believe I'm a sinner in need of salvation. In need of salvation. I believe you're Jesus. I believe you're Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of God, and that you died and rose again for my sins. And that you died and rose again for my sins. And that one day you will come back again. And that one day you will come back again in your glory. In your glory. So today, Lord. So today, Lord. I accept you. I accept you. As my Lord and personal Savior. As my Lord and personal Savior. Come and live in my heart. Come and live in my heart. And help me to live. And help me to live. According to your will. According to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So guys, if you prayed this prayer, you've begun an amazing journey. And it's not all, like I said last week, it's not peaches and roses. It's not easy. As Susie said, it's definitely not easy. But I promise that you're not going to regret this decision. The next step is to find a Bible-believing church. I would recommend if you're in the tri-state area, I would recommend my church, Christ Pentecostal International Church, International New Jersey Branch, located at 1072 Livingston Avenue, North Brunswick, New Jersey, 08902. But, you know, right now we're in quarantine, so... We'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just reach out to us if you have 
made this decision, if you took this step of faith to give your life to Christ, reach out to us and you know we'll see what God will do. On your own though, read the word of God, meditate on it and spend time talking to him. So if you prayed this prayer, welcome to the kingdom. And once again, we want to thank Susie so much. Thank you so much, Sue, for coming onto the show and sharing your testimony with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. My pleasure. So before we wrap, wrap, wrap up, I want to admonish us again, once again, about this pandemic. It's getting scarier and scarier, but please, guys, let's keep praying. Let's pray for protection for ourselves, for our families, for the healing of our nations, and um, for the entire world. Wherever that we find, find ourselves at, it seems like this outbreak has spread to the entire ends of the world. So please stay safe, stay home. We have the journey. We also want to applaud and salute our frontline healthcare workers. I've heard of nurses quitting the job because of the struggles and being exposed to diseases and, and death. I saw a post just today of a, a nurse who wore an, uh, the N95 mask all day and it's cut into her face because she has to wear it because she has a family to go home to and she can't risk spreading the disease to the family. Like I said, nurses have quit the job. These are people who, this is their livelihood. This is how they pay their bills, but they have to quit because they don't want to be exposed to something like this. So you guys, whoever is listening, whether you're a CNA or or LPN or RN or nurse practitioner, MD, whatever, social worker, whatever you might be, you guys are risking your lives and your health and the health of your families to, to, to help those who've been diagnosed with this deadly disease. And we just want to say God bless you all and may God continue to strengthen you. And we pray that because you're sacrificing your needs to care for the needs of others, we ask that the Lord will protect you and guide you. And that if you even contract the disease, that the Lord's divine healing will be your portion. For everybody else, continue to wash your hands frequently. Just wherever you go, wash your hands, wear gloves, mask. Also, if you're feeling sick, go get checked out. Drink lots of water and eat lots of ginger and garlic. Thank you for listening to The Journey with your host, Karen Sion. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram page at the journey underscore podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes and Google Podcasts and join us next week when we begin a new series, Single Parenthood. It's a three-part series with three special people that are dear to my heart. I really can't wait. Remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. I love you all. God bless you all. Stay safe and have a wonderful week. This is called the journey.